0: This is our devotional commentary for the Song of Solomon, Chapter 7. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. He How beautiful are your feet in sandals, O noble daughter! Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of a master hand. Your navel is a rounded bowl that never lacks mixed wine. Your belly is a heap of wheat encircled with lilies. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like an ivory tower. Your eyes are pools in Heshbon by the gate of Bath-Rabim. Your nose is like a tower of Lebanon which looks toward Damascus. Your head crowns you like caramel and your flowing locks are like purple. A king is held captive in the tresses. How beautiful and pleasant you are, O loved one, with all your delight. Your stature is like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its clusters. I say, I will climb the palm tree and lay hold of its fruit. O, may your breasts be like clusters of the vine, and the scent of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. She It goes down smoothly for my beloved, gliding over lips and teeth. I am my beloved, and his desire is for me. Come, my beloved, let us go out into the fields and lodge in the villages. Let us go out early to the vineyards and see whether the vines have budded, whether the grape blossoms have opened and the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. The mandrakes, Give forth fragrance, and beside our doors are all choice fruits, new as well as old, which I have laid up for you, O my beloved. I'm no marriage expert, but to any husband buying an anniversary card for his wife, my advice would be... Don't choose the one that says, your belly is a heap of wheat, your nose is like a tower of Lebanon. Uh, chapter 7 of the Song of Solomon The groom is once again singing the beauty of his bride, this time starting with her feet and working his way up her body, verses 1-5. through five. Presumably, Some of his points of comparison were more flattering in ancient Israel than they would be today, but as his poetic language celebrates the work of a master hand, verse 1, we are invited to see every woman as she truly is, a divine masterpiece. Words are chosen thoughtfully, as the husband admires everything about his beloved, Since he sees his wife as the promised land, he uses place names of Israel to describe her. Verse 4. Since she spoke of him as her prince, he shows her the same honor by putting a crown on her head and adorning her with royal purple. Verse 5. And since she is eager to start a family, he uses images of fertility. Verse 2 piles of wheat, bowls of wine. To affirm the desires of her heart and communicate his openness to the gift of children, he has been listening well, and he is clearly sensitive and receptive to what she wants. Comparing themselves to the husband in this book, I suspect most men will feel inadequate, wishing they were smoother in their words. But, they will have no trouble identifying with Prince Charming when he expresses what he wants. If his wife's breasts are like clusters on a palm tree, I say I will climb the palm tree and lay hold of its fruit, he says. Well, make no mistake, this husband wants to do more than talk. He wants to make love to the woman he loves. Verses 6 through 9. At this point, the woman suddenly joins the love song, adding her harmony to his melody, planting a kiss on his lips, and celebrating once again the mutual possession and pleasure of their marital bond. I am my beloved's, and his desire is for me. This eager self-giving of both partners is marriage the way God always intended. Verses 9 and 10. As the duet continues, the wife tells her husband what else she wants out of this romance. The intimacy she desires is not only sexual, but relational. She wants his friendship and companionship. For her, this starts with a return to the countryside of her childhood, where together they can experience the things she enjoyed growing up. This is an important aspect of every romance. Visiting the places that have been meaningful in our lives, meeting loved ones, and sharing the background that makes us who we are. Verses 11 through 13. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alpha, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.